How's everyone doing? It's Justin Dawson. It's the All Things Techie podcast. We're still in lockdown here. It's February and homeschooling. Kids under the age of four being in the house. Two kids under the age of four being in the house and trying to get these podcasts out and work and keep them entertained. Is everyone exhausted? I'm exhausted. That's why I keep on doing these podcasts, to keep you entertained. And we have a great podcast here about Tonys. What are Tonys? It's all coming up. Episode 43 of the All Things Techie Podcast. Check it out. The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E media.ie. Episode 43 of the All Things Techie Podcast. Now, I caught up with Drew Vernon, who uh, works for Tony's. Remember those old days where you used to use your uh, tape player? Does people know what a tape player is? No? Okay, let's have a listen. Drew, thank you very much for joining us on the All Things Techie Podcast. Tell us a little about yourself and Tony's. Yeah, so the idea came from a, a couple of guys that met on the board of their children's preschool. And they were just a couple of dads that saw the, their children's teacher using CD players to play different stories or songs in the classroom. And they thought, gosh, you know, we've had CDs for a while now. It's an outdated technology and it requires the, the teacher to operate. There's nothing that is, uh, you know, easy enough for a, a three-year-old to operate. So we need to go out and make it if it doesn't exist. And so that's where the idea came from with uh building a, a smart speaker that's screen free and uh, attaching it to a figure system where if you place the figure on the top of the box the the songs or stories or whatever it's programmed to play will will begin to play now i i actually absolutely love the concept because back in my day now I'm, I'm i'm 37 years of age but i remember when i was about seven or eight years of age so we're talking about 30 years ago people we had these things called cassette tapes and you put them in and you can listen to Tom's the Tank Engine. It's it's taken that concept and brought it into a digital environment that this is a physical box that is child friendly that mm -hmm. you can also if you rotate it to one side or the other you can fast forward or rewind the, the actual tracks and two little ears on the top for volume controls. It it's very robust. Like I, I see you have a couple of them behind you on your shelf. Like <laughs> yeah, is... I've got one here too. Um, yeah, so I've got some of the characters uh, back behind me. But but yeah, it's really designed with kids uh, in mind, a kid first experience. There's no screen, and it's super durable. So it's got this layer of foam on the outside of the speaker, and it's something that you know kids can knock around. And they can play rough with it and it's actually part of the play experience because you mentioned um you know the audio players i i'm 37 as well and i grew up you know with like teddy ruxpin where you know this idea of content and delivering it to kids is not new it's just we needed to find a system that didn't just work on modern technology but something that integrated tactile play into the experience and, and that's what i love uh, so much about tony's now, so how many years has it been in in existence? How how many? When did this all begin? Uh, it began uh, about six or seven years ago when the the founders met and started prototyping. Uh, the Tony Box itself first came to market in twenty sixteen. 
16 in Germany, and uh, it's just been expanding since then. So, and how many characters now? The whole idea is you get one of these characters. Now, when you even buy a Tony, you get a character that you can that a little that you can just program yourself. You can download the app, and you can um, through the app you can also record your own voice. So the kids can record their own voice, or the adults could read a story to the child and have it recorded and endless amount of playbacks and no physical need for a tape cassette or CD that sure. in, in the past would have got scratched, would have got damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also characters like, for example, my child, my son, who's three and a half, is addicted to Fireman Sam. So he loves putting Fireman Sam on the top of that and even taking magnetized, taking on and off again to listen to Fireman Sam. How many books has been adapted into the Tony range? Uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of questions that I, I, I'm getting excited at thinking about uh, how to answer them. Uh, Germany launched five years ago now. They're up to nearly 300 characters. Wow. Uh, they're all German language uh, Tonys. And so, you know, when we came to the US last fall, we came with uh, localized uh, American um, focused content and globally relevant content. And uh, cur- currently we have about 20. Uh, and that's growing, and and our uh, kind of plan is to continue releasing them, uh, you know, every month or every couple of months. Now, um, some sometimes uh, I like I my first thought was my three and a half year old is going to lose this little character, and then I won't be able to play back the tracks. But once you have them bought and you have them adapted to it, you, it is within the app. You can change over. The character in the app and know that i have purchased this so i can play that content still so um it might help a little bit to explain the kind of the two different types of tonys and how they work because so you alluded to the ones that play the pre-recorded songs and stories we call those content tonys um we also have creative tonys which uh, don't come preloaded with any content that's the the own songs and stories that kids can put on there or the favorite bedtime stories or lullabies from grandma and grandpa so that's uh the creative tonys and really it's two sides of, of the audio experience do you want to be a consumer do you want to hear other people's stories or do you want to be a producer and make your own stories and songs and i think both are really relevant to childhood development and to the the imagination process um, but to answer your other question, you know, it's it's like buying a CD, uh, basically, or, or, you know, a cassette before that. So the ownership and playability of the content is with the figure itself. So even though the content downloads onto the Tony box, the, the character remains kind of like the key to unlock it. Um, so that the owner of the Tony is kind of the owner of the, the playback. Well, I, I love the fact that I have a setup in my child's bedroom. And if he wakes up early, I can literally go into the app and because it's on my Wi-Fi, I can just start playing through some stories that hopefully will put them back to sleep before I have to go back in there as well. You you mentioned you mentioned as well that like you've you've been using these for some time. You have different ones. Have you got children yourself? That you... I do, I do, and uh, I've got three, and and they're a little bit spoiled because uh, I came from Lego. Uh, I spent a few years there uh, oh, on the preschool business, and so they've got. <laughs> Uh, you know, more Lego sets than a kid ever needs. Um, and now I'm at Tony's 
And, you know, our target age based on our content right now is, is you know, three to five years old, uh, you know, Disney princesses, you know, Pixar movies, things like that. So from a content side, it's, it's uh, a little bit limited, but I'll tell you, even with uh, my older kids, my oldest daughter is 11, my son is eight. Uh, they just absolutely love the creative Tonys. And we've done treasure hunts together where, you know, you write a series of clues and each clue leads to the next Tony. And then you put the Tony on the box. We've done, um, you know, stories will, will, will put like um, subjects into a hat and uh, they'll pull it out and, and they'll weave those into a story which they can record on the Creative Tony. So uh, my youngest is four. I guess she's the more traditional experience where I give this to her in the car on the way to preschool. You know, it's a 15 minute drive and she just absolutely loves, you know, listening to the same songs and, and the same stories over and over again. And it just makes the car ride for me just like amazing. And for the tech, I must actually admit to that, for the tech guy in me, I actually thought that it had to sit on the base. And then it was not until my wife just handed it to uh, my son uh, on Stephen's Day after Christmas that I just realized, oh, wait, it, there is a battery in it. I didn't know there was. So the yeah. fact is, it is it, it just because you have a base on it, it doesn't need to be plugged in all the time. It is mm -hmm. charged up and the, the kid can take it to a different room, play with it. It's very robust. Yeah. Um, so can I go down the route of going, okay, with young kids, has anyone tested how waterproof these Tony boxes are? <laughs> you know, I'm not an expert on, on water uh, resistant claims. I think, you know, you, it's, uh, you know, some people ask about like sanitation. We've got these in museums and classrooms and we're actively pursuing, you know, getting these into as many kids' hands as possible. So teachers will ask, hey, can I wipe this down with a Clorox wipe? Uh, we're worried about COVID, absolutely. Like you can sanitize it all. I wouldn't go so far as to, you know, recommending that you have it near the bath. Uh, no, for bath no, time. I'm thinking it's um, no. But uh, to your point about the, uh, the the charging station, so it does have a seven hour charge. Uh, so it is a disconnectable experience. Um, the first time you put a Tony on the box, it'll use Wi-Fi to download it onto the box, but then you can take it, you know, outside of your home, in the car, as I mentioned, to a friend's house. And this is kind of one of the uh, the advantages I see that we have versus, you know, some of our other connected speakers, um, you know, not to mention, you know, us not having Bluetooth, you don't have to worry about your kid getting into Alexa and, and all of things like that. So uh, very versatile and, um well, that uh, yeah. you really hit the nail on the head there. It's you're not giving a child a, a device like your mobile phone, like your smart device, where they could accidentally go into something that you don't want them to go into. This is just mm -hmm. audio mm -hmm. being played through a box. And for all the mentions, things that you just mentioned, that you can take it in the car, you can take it to a friend's house, you can be busy when when we're allowed visit people again, of course. But you can take <laughs> it, you can take it somewhere with you on a car yeah. ride, and it can be that distraction. And you know, it's a bit more enjoyable because it's not just giving a child a book. You could always mm -hmm. have the books, like mm -hmm. I. I've, my my son is three and a half. He's a bit speech delayed. I I figured out that if I read the books that he has an interest in, he can mm -hmm. flip through the books as well in his own right. time as, as well. I think it's a fantastic. What what's the where where's the future lie? Like you've just gone to CES uh, about a week ago <laughs> virtually. How uh, what was the uptake in, at at CES? Even though it was virtual. 
Uh, you know, people are really catching on. We, you know, we won a couple of awards. We made, you know, the Parents Magazine, you know, top 10 uh, devices for families, things like that. That's all great. Um, I think to answer your question, what's next? You know, I this has been a, a journey for me, uh, both as a marketer and as a, a, a dad. And I really see the potential here um, to not just improve the entertainment experience of our kids, but to really revolutionize the education experience. Um, you know, there's so much that we don't have time to get into. But I mentioned, you know, getting these into to schools and classrooms and just continuing to, to deliver content. We're, we're basically automating, you know, uh, a media experience for our kids. And if we curate that properly and we provide the right content, it could be a very powerful tool for educating the next generation. And so that's something that's very uh, top of mind for me, not to mention just so much blue sky with product extensions and uh, accessories and just the roadmap for us is, is really clear. It's just a matter of us kind of getting the word out there and, and getting kids to experience this and parents uh, and just to do it step by step with, with a high level of, you know, priority of all the things that we want to accomplish. Now, if people want to get their hands on these boxes, where, 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 where do you usually point them to? So we have a few different channels. Uh, we have Tony's.com. That's our direct-to-consumer uh, website, also target.com and Amazon, and in a, a growing number of specialty toy stores across the country. There you have it, guys. Episode 43 of the All Things Techie podcast. If you want to listen back to previous episodes, you can visit www.allthingstech.ie. You can tweet me below at Justin Orr Dawson or at abtechjunkies is our show um, tweet handle. Um, you can use the hashtag all things techie um, and all the details are officially on our website www.allthingstech.ie until next time have a great week and we'll talk to you soon